previously on the Infinite Escape Room. And I have given you a knob. Can I take one of the knobs off? That doesn't feel like a win. That doesn't feel like a win. Well, this is going well. I I do like the fact that you call uh, Victoria Sponge a meal. Good try. Hello and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, which this week will not be introduced by me. Over to you, Jamie. Hello, everybody out there in the big wide world. Welcome to Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse chums meet up, have a drink and work together to solve a homemade escape room before we inevitably crumble to dust in some sort of inept entropy. My name is Jamie John and tonight I'm drinking... A, it's a purple thing. I'm not sure what it is. It's an American IPA from the Middle Isle in Aldi. It tastes hoppy, and that's all I can use to describe it. That's that's all I get. But it was 99p, so hooray! <laughs> I can't eat. <laughs> I mean, there's probably a lesson to be learned about eating during a recording. Mike, right? say something. <laughs> oh, and hello, I'm Michael John, and I'm drinking a lovely... Well, I'm actually drinking Hobgoblin Gold, and it's very, very tasty. It's most agreeable. Um, standard Hobgoblin-y, goldy, ambery, ailey. Yum, yum, yum. I am envious. Oh, and now, and now a John comment. Um, um, uh, people without boats are bad. <laughs> <laughs> Over to you, Ben. And, uh, and I'm Benjamin John, and this week I am drinking uh, tea, because I was late. nice he at least admits it and i'm john john Uh, and the reason i handed off most of that intro to my betters is because i've been to the dentist today uh so four hours ago i was in the chair having a wisdom tooth extracted and then a filling on the other side of my mouth with a very chirpy but slightly frightening south african dentist which i think is just default with the south african accent it's like happy but also full of threat would you like a little bit of anaesthetic, my friend? <laughs> I've got a lollipop for you. Would you like a Tyrannosaurus Rex sticker? Because you've been a very good boy. <laughs> yes, Mr. Dentist, I would. That was haunting. <laughs> I... Have you been flossing, my friend? <laughs> I, I had two teeth out years ago uh, and was taken. they were taken out by um, an Austrian guy who looked and sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> Sit still. <laughs> I didn't tell you what I'm drinking. Uh, I'm drinking, so I'm going to try. Half of my mouth is still numb. I'm going to try and drink some stout about it. I'm going to try. Here we go. Yeah, John does look like he's had a stroke. He's got like one side. I just, just want to see that just, just that dribble from the corner there. That's what the patrons pay for. <laughs> oh my god! Oh wow! I need a straw. It tastes of beer and anaesthetic. For just £10 a month, you can subscribe to the Infinite Escape Room Only fans and see John dribble from the side of his mouth. <laughs> this must happen. Thank you, gentlemen. He says he got it through dentist anaesthesia, but was it just through gobbling too much? <laughs> Find out later. Family show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's got an explicit tag. They know what they're in for. This is true. This is true. Listeners, you may be wondering how you've tuned into uh, Amateur Dentistry RRs, um, but you haven't. You have tuned into the Infinite Escape Room, which, as you probably already oh, no, I can't speak. As you probably already know, is an escape room of the ears. Stop doing facial impersonations of me, Michael. I can see you. 
Have you've all like, been so kind. He looks like Gollum's just been <laughs> slapped. Uh, Michael, do you need to, us to call an ambulance? <laughs> <laughs> Come back. Can you raise both your arms up? <laughs> do you smell toast? <laughs> if so, Alan might it? be nearby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alan, there's crumbs everywhere. Uh, yes. Where's the basmati? <laughs> On the sofa. Shut up. <laughs> this escape room is infinite and much like the worst root canal in history goes on seemingly forever with every yeah, every room in the infinite escape room links seamlessly into the, what, why was that funny <laughs> every tooth in John's <laughs> it was like you sort of are ramping up to it and like you're like oh shit I'm sounding like Ben I just quickly go back <laughs> every room the infinite escape room links seamlessly into the next one uh every week one member of the team brings the room and the rest of the team bring the brains and indeed articulating mouths that teeth and tongues to solve it uh this week i have brought the room which is very much hot off the press i won't lie and may <laughs> unlike your the, other rooms john unlike my other rooms we may have the occasional plot hole see if you can spot them now None of what we do would be possible without our army of growing supporters. I assume some of you are very young and still growing, maybe, possibly. One day you'll be as tall as me. In any case, we thank you for your service, dear Patreons, for giving us a few coins every month to keep the show on the metaphoric road, the patient in the metaphoric chair, the drill grinding into our metaphoric molars. Thank you all, and in particular, this week, thank you to William Ryder, Karen Kate, and... Hannah Toro. My neighbour Totoro. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> They've just joined. Is this going to be like the shortest Patreon? <laughs> <And> click. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Much more of this to come. So, gentlemen, I'll try that again. I am going to need a deposit from you this week to secure your safe passage to the infinite escape room. What is it going to be? The feeling from within our mouths. Just the ability to feel anything and use yep. our mouths. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you in detail... What it is to lose that. <laughs> Have you got um, sensation on your top lip? Uh, yes. Because it was only when I had it was only when I had my teeth out and I lost all sensation on my top lip that, and I was a lot less hairy than I am now that I realised just how hairy my top lip was. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so you could feel the hairs, but not the lip. Yeah. Um. Uh. Um, no, my top lip is with me. My bottom lip, however, is very much still in the land of Nod. Yeah, it's like watching John's face have a conversation half a second behind the rest of him. <laughs> just kind of facial lag. It's just flapping around like a piece of ham. It's face lag. Mm. Mm. Maybe not that. That sounds like a bad thing. That sounds like a fan fiction story. The face lag. Are we ready, gentlemen? Bring it on. Bam, 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 bam. No, still don't have the button. No, still don't have the button. Sorry, I need to reprogram that button. Last week, the team, working in the service of Heston fucking Blumenthal, successfully uncovered a raft of failed restaurants managed by Gordon Ramsay. To thank them for their labours, Heston gave them absolutely nothing of any use at all because hospitality is an absolutely awful industry that should be avoided at all costs and left them in Hell's Kitchen with service about to start. You hear a great rumbling and an almighty clicking, like a million typewriters all frantically tapping at once. Every few seconds, a booming voice shouts, Wrong! Wrong! No lunch for any of you until this is sorted. A spotlight suddenly shines upon you. The voice speaks again. What the fuck are you doing here? 
oh, well, waste not, want not, maybe you can sort this out. All of your ears pop, and you find yourself in an even deeper, hotter place. There is a sign above you. It says, the 37th circle of hell for people who... And the sign says no more. To your left are an infinite number of monkeys with an infinite number of pipelines. They tap away desperately with ever-increasing speed. As each infinite page on each infinite pipeline is completed, it is whisked by infinite courier monkeys, bound by infinite bookbinder monkeys, and delivered to a pedestal to your left. As each book lands upon the pedestal, a spotlight shines upon it from a hole in the ceiling. Somehow you sense that that hole goes a very, very long way up. As each book lands, a booming voice says, No, wrong, and the book bursts into flames. The next book lands on the pedestal. Wrong, it bursts into flames. Another book, still wrong. Another book, getting closer. Nearly. Another book lands. All of the monkeys stop typing and hold their breath in anticipation. No, you've fucked it completely. Useless fucking monkeys. Right. Last chance. There's five errors in this book. You've got half an hour. Oh, wait, no, no. Got a pestilence on. Uh, those fucking Israelites don't listen. I'll give you 20 minutes to fix all the errors or I'll, 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 I'll do something really nasty. I, I mean, Lot's wife nasty, that sort of thing. Got it? 20 minutes. Here's a pen. A pen falls to your feet. The infinite monkeys look at you imploringly. Before you, there is a pedestal with a book upon it and a pen a single ripped page from a recipe book on the floor, a room embedded into the rock with bars preventing entry, and a massive auditorium of monkeys whose eternal souls depend on you. You have 30 minutes, and your time starts now. What colour's the pen? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Does it have a hint Purple. of lint? Ooh. <laughs> there is no lint ah. in this room. This is a lint-free room. All burned away in this room. Okay. Can we stay here? My allergies would be amazing in here. Mm. <laughs> I didn't say there was no pollen. <laughs> Not say there was no a field this, of daisies. This is hell. Every monkey takes out a flower. Um, ben, you you were you you were making dynamic sounds. Um, the the recipe. Can we have a look at that, please? Okay, it's on a single page. I'm going to put the entire recipe inside the Discord chat now. Jeez. Wow. Bloody hell. So hang on. So <laughs> normally it would be an infinite number of monkeys working together to um, recreate the works of Shakespeare. Mm. I'm guessing that it's an infinite number of monkeys working together to create the Mrs. Beaton cookbook circa 1985. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, spookily accurate. Would somebody like to... Um... Talk a bit about the text. I mean, you don't need to read the entire thing because it'll take ages. But I would suggest there? that it's later than 1985 because I think that 1985 would still have ounces in. Not, so, none of this point. is what I've written. <laughs> so <laughs> what we have is a um, very authentic-looking sheet of paper uh, with some words on it, uh, the, with the height, uh, with the heading "Duff: How to Make This Delicious Plum Pudding." We have a list of ingredients uh, and we have a method. Um, do you think it's worth going through the ingredients? You can yes. do. Okay. It's your time. 
110 grams of self-raising flour, 110 grams of shredded suet, 110 grams of currants, 110 grams of sultanas, 110 grams of breadcrumbs, 110 grams of dark brown sugar, half a teaspoon of mixed spice, half a teaspoon of ground cinnamon, nutmeg freshly grated, no quantity specified, 250 grams of plums, stoneless and chopped, half a medium Bramley apple, peeled, cored and chopped, one orange, and it must be a Bramley. Zest, hashtag, four tablespoons of dark rum, 225 millilitres of milk, two large eggs. I won't lie to you, the hashtag was a mistake. <laughs> I think nice. it's just called the hash. I'm communicating to the kids. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> um, and, and the method as well. Butter the inside of the pudding bowl. Mix the flour, the suet, the currant sultanas, the bread and the crumbs. Mix by snow and sugar and bowl. Jamie, over to you. <laughs> add the plums, the apple, an orange juice and zest, the rum. And add the eggs and mix together really, really well. <laughs> and then, then there's more of the recipe. <laughs> so just summarising the rest of the uh, the, the method, uh, we're going to add the milk um, and, yeah, add, add the milk. Um, we're going to create a lid to cover the basin. See how to steam a perfect pudding. Uh, using foil and greaseproof paper, blah, 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 pleats, blah, blah, blah. Uh, ensure the water level inside a pan reaches halfway to the basin. Steam for three hours. Remember to check the steamer after 30 minutes to ensure it hasn't boiled dry. Once steamed, lift the pudding out, um, and then it's basically done. Enjoy wonderful custard, Enjoy custard or, double, or cream. double cream. Why not yeah. both? Is what I say. But there's no custard or double cream on the ingredients list. No. Mm. So they get you. Mm. I hate it when they do that. So now you finish this thing. You should have bought something else. Sorry. <laughs> Back to Tesco. It is. Like fajita kits and taco kits, they're the worst sinners for that. Oh yes. We got you some very dry wraps and a bit of salsa. You just supply 90% of the dinner. <laughs> That's what this is a kit. That'll be £7.20, please. Yeah, if you bought <laughs> yeah. a kit car and they said, here's the oil, you'd be pissed, wouldn't you? Like, that would, that would, you'd be very cross. Bedding. Being sold as a kit car. Bedding, I also find. Like, bedding should come like everything that you need, mm. but it doesn't. Like, the pillowcases are often separate and the base sheet is. You have to buy it, like, all componentized, you know, one by one. Rubbish. <laughs> There's a gap in the market. Anyone got anything else that they cross about? Want to just get off their? I know. I'm just. I'm just. I, I wasn't. I wasn't think, thinking that's where Ben thought. I didn't think that's where Ben was going with that. Like, I buy bedding, and there's no bed included. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it on the floor, and the floor is hard. Um, yeah. Okay. So, can we have a little looky loo around this auditorium and all the monkeys? Okay. They're just sort of arrayed out um, in front of you, upon the left. There's a big drop down to them, so they can all look up and see you, but you couldn't easily get down there. Okay. Uh, what is the book on the pedestal? Can we get a little look at that? Ah, the book on the pedestal. No problem. The book is titled The Complete Works of William Shakespeare, Draft 1964-1989-390-807-1914. And said book looks rather like this. Oh. Which I have here in my hand. Can someone describe it for the listeners? It has little fecal matter in for something that has been typed by monkeys. Slash handled by actors. Uh, can we take a look at the uh, the room that you mentioned, John, please? There is another room nearby. It's basically a big hole in the rock face. Uh, and there's bars in front of it. So you can't get to anything in it. You can merely see what is in it. And inside the room, illuminated by torchlight, from left to right is a picture, a skeleton with a note in its hand, some gold and flowers, and a car on a thing. What is the thing? Okay, so it is a the car is a 2016 Seat Leon, 
In red, it has run over a very large item wrapped in a yellow raincoat. The item smells of plums. Mm. Can we uh, unravel the raincoat and get a closer look at this? You cannot goodness? get to this. It is behind the bars. Oh, behind the bars. Shit. Are we unable to see the note in the skeleton's hand? Okay. Uh, the note in the skeleton's hand is close enough to the bars that you could take it from its hand. Ooh, I'll have a little grabby grab, please. Um, while you're approaching that, um, there is a, a little sign on the bars next to the skeleton. Uh, what do you want to read first, the sign or the note? The sign, please. The sign on the bars says, humans are mortals. That's good observation on the part of the people of hell. Very good. Smart sign. Uh, smart and bar. The note. Yes, please. The note says, this is Horatio. Horatio is, methinks. Well is Horatio. Horatio is well. Hmm. Sorry, what was the first thing? I, I've got a box on my bit of paper, but I haven't got anything. Uh, the first thing, uh, sorry, do you mean the first thing in the room was a pedestal yes. with a book upon it? No, no, in the room through the bars. A picture. A picture. Which would explain the box. It was. Bit of I mean, maybe you put something in the box? What was in the box? Oh, you'd like to see the picture? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> okay, in that case, here is the picture, please, work Discord. Hey. Oh, hello. Oh, okay. dear. Who wants to describe that? Could you could you describe to the listeners what that picture is? It's quite mean. It's a it's a banner saying "Go to Hell, Lady Gaga," and it's what okay. I'm assuming is, is Lady ju- Gaga. Is it just the a... banner? Like, what's going on in this scene? Um, well, there's a lot of I can't describe a sort of religios. I'm guessing. Um, Waving around angry banners, perhaps having some sort of protest against um, Lady Gaga. Don't support this evil concert. I say it's Lady Gaga. I'm assuming that's her in the photos. She looks a bit, at, um, yeah, the, the one at the front looks a bit dodgy. Um, okay. I'm yep. going to say poor photoshoppery. Yep, that's all. Uh, I'd say that's all pretty accurate. Poor Lady Gaga. Okay. You have 19 minutes. What else have we got? Which is interesting given that we only had 20. Oh, um, sugar. <laughs> so, no, I'm wrong about that. You have nine minutes. Oh, what? <laughs> ah, ah. I no, I was wondering whether it was a mechanism where we got more time. Okay. No, I, I just thought this puzzle was very easy, so I'm not giving you too much time. Okay. Um, I would I wouldn't have dicked around as much if I didn't really have twenty minutes. <laughs> so pissing hell. So we need to correct the the five mistakes that are in the book on the pedestal. Um, and the the title of the of the book Shakespeare has got five distinct sets of numbers in the, the thing, the draft. Maybe those are page Correct. numbers for the book itself. So oh. could we have a flick through the, the Shakespeare book and go to page 1964, please? Okay. You're, you're kinder than I, I because I was going to ask to go to the 1,964th word. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, page 1964 puts us in the middle of the tragedy of Hamlet, Prince of Denmark. We are in Act 3, Scene 2. Uh, there is a highlighted section. Would you like me to read it? Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, so this is the scene in which um, Hamlet and Gertrude and Claudius are, and Ophelia are watching the uh, players, the thespians that Hamlet has hired to perform a play. Hamlet then turns to the queen and says, Madam, how like you this play? And Gertrude, the queen, responds, Methinks the lady doth protest too much. Hamlet then says, Oh, but she'll keep her word. And that's the highlighted section. Hmm. Who remembers their Shakespeare well? Oh, it, it comes and goes. You know, comes comes and goes. On a good day, I won't lie. Word. I'm desperately hoping that nobody does. Cool. Ah. Hmm. So the only word that I really that really 
stuck in my brain at all then was the word methinks. Um, okay. And in the note, it's got written down, Horatio is methinks. I don't know whether we have to replace the word methinks with the word Horatio, but that doesn't make any sense. Um, so I'm not quite sure where we go from there. This is Horatio. So is it substitutions? So could it be this is Horatio? Horatio, so we replace this is this, the first instance of this with Horatio. We replace the first instance of Horatio with methinks. We replace the first instance of well with Horatio. And then we replace Horatio with well. Okay, if you were to do that in this section, the only of those, the only words there that you just mentioned that are actually in this section uh, are it's the word methinks. So instead of methinks, the lady does protest too much. Uh, it would read, Horatio, the lady doth protest too much. I think the phrase is, methinks the lady mm, doth protest too much. That seems, that seems to be appropriate. Is there Google in hell? What? Is there access to Google in hell? I mean, I know the company says don't be evil, but we all fucking know they're evil. They 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 belong here. True. Is there access? Do we, get, do we get Google here? Um, Do we get Google here? <laughs> is there Wi-Fi you could, in hell? If you had devices, but you have no devices. <laughs> Shit. You should not need it. Okay. Mm. Could we? Uh, what do we? Sorry, Carol. Oh, ben. After you, Ben. No, I was going to see whether we, if we can go to page one thousand nine hundred eighty-nine and see what that says there. Okay, to one thousand nine hundred and eighty-nine. I'm realizing that this is probably a bit harder than I thought. <laughs> go back there to is, <laughs> There is another highlighted set. Ooh. We're now uh, still in Hamlet. We're in Act Five, Scene One. So Hamlet and Horatio are standing in a grave uh, and they're pulling out skulls uh, with the gravedigger. Uh, and the gravedigger has just given Hamlet a skull. And Hamlet says, let me see. Alas, poor Yorick, I knew him well, a fellow of infinite jest and of most excellent fancy. And that is the highlight. Hmm. Could we uh, go, okay. go back and have the first one again? Um, oh God, bloody hell, Ben. <laughs> it's a really big book. Does somebody didn't want to talk much in this, uh, this I one. know, right, what have I done? And Shakespeare as well, of all things. <laughs> and Hamlet says, Madam, how, how like you this play? And Gertrude says, Methinks the lady doth protest too much. And Hamlet says, Oh, but she'll keep her word. Okay. Are we all looking at each other, hoping that the other one is twigged? On the alas, poor Yorick line... I think a lot of people think that it says, alas, poor Yorick, I knew him well. But I'm fairly certain it actually is, alas, poor Yorick, I knew him Horatio. And this is from an old episode of Teen Angel on the Disney Channel from the 90s that I'm getting this information oh, from. Oh, there's my man! This is what I'm getting it from. So Okay, be wrong. Um, what are you doing? Um, so if the note is, is right then, so well is Horatio, so we, we replace the word well in that second um, scene with the word Horatio. So alas, poor Yorick, I knew him Horatio. Uh, as you scroll that over the text, your crappy, inky handwriting becomes the font itself and settles in perfectly into its place. Yeah, well, nicely done, James. Done. In a wonderful royal purple ink, I might add. Yes, why not? Little hearts over the eyes. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> Shakespeare done that? Little, like, smiley. And <laughs> <laughs> Macbeth dies, innit? Shakespeare with a star on the A when he signs it. Um, okay, can we go to page uh, 390, please? Okay, page 390. 
No, not there. Bugger. Please hold the line. Page 390. <clears throat> so we are in A Midsummer Night's Dream. Uh, and uh, yes, there's a highlighted section. So there is a character called Puck, though at this point in the play, he's being a character called Robin, but it's Puck. And he says, Captain of our fairy band, Helena is here at hand, and the youth mistook by me, pleading for a lover's fee. Shall we their fond pageant see? Lord, what fools these humans be. Now, Mike will know this because Mike played Puck. I got an award for it as well. Wow. Grats. Yep, can't remember this. Can't remember the words. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely worried that you just slam dunk this one. So I'm very happy about this. <laughs> mm. um, I've got my script somewhere yeah. nearby, actually. Any of our keywords in there then? No. And we actually, interestingly, when John dumped us that note earlier in Discord, <clears> there was actually a blank bit on the third line, which lines up with our third one. I wonder if we have to find oh, the, shit, son. this one elsewhere. Perhaps Sorry, in our what, plot what, what? The, the This is Horatio is the no, um, the, the skeleton gave us. Yes. So I'm yeah. thinking that if we've got five uh, lots of numbers, we had five objects in that room. The skeleton, I think we've done. That was the Horatio one. Oh, I can oh. Um, I think that we've got the picture, the gold, the flowers, and the car left. Okay, that makes sense. So could it be that one of the words actually needs to be say at Leon? <laughs> Maybe. In red. Maybe. Hmm. 2016 plate. Good car. Very good looking. And then we got Lady Gaga. <laughs> Go to hell. Hmm. Ah, hmm. but uh, something about protesting uh because they're, they're protesting and the second one uh on page 1989 says something about protesting too much it does ah we think the lady doth protest too much we think the lady gaga doth protest too much <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> yeah that's a good link uh so what's the error in that scene then there is an error the um the picture yes is there anything on the back of the picture? Well, you cannot reach it. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Um, we have 10 minutes oh, left. Oh, shit. Um, what, are the, what are the flowers that are in that room? Okay, uh, so moving over to the right, uh, there are some golden flowers. It, there is a refined gold bar partially wrapped in gold leaf. Next to it, a lily with its open white flower dripping with wet white paint. Hmm. Oh, there's a, there's a Shakespeare quote about paint the lily and gild something um so that might yeah coincide with another one yeah paint the lady geld the donkey yep. should, we wait, wait. And, <laughs> should we try and go for the other two um passages and see if we can marry them up yeah okay what pages would you like me to go to 807 please 807 scrolling 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 we should have earmarked this okay we are in the life and death of king john which is an oddly good play with a terrible ending does he die uh, there is uh, he he does, um, but um, twist. There's this crappy like bit at the end where they go, ah, oh, and Britain's brilliant, isn't it? Whoa. It's almost like the Brexit party got hold of the end of a play, which is a shame because some some really amazing speeches in it, including some brilliant speeches for women, hmm. which you wouldn't have thought given the title and um, content of the play. But there we are. Uh, we're in Act Four, Scene Two, and the highlighted section is Salisbury who is speaking, and he says this. Therefore. To be possessed with double pomp, to guard a title that was rich before, 
to gild the lily, to throw a perfume on the violet, to smooth the ice, or add another hue unto the rainbow, or with taper light to seek the beauteous eye of heaven to garnish, is wasteful and ridiculous excess. Okay, so with that one then, we would change the word gilt to paint the lily. Unless it's a gloss. <laughs> <laughs> to double coat the lily. Yeah, I think, I think paint, paint the lily makes sense. Okay, you're halfway there. There was a painted lily and a gold bar. A, 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 bar, yeah. a bar of refined gold, half wrapped in gold leaf. Can I have the line again, John? As it stands. Yeah. So the line above is to guard a title that was writ before. Then the next line is to gild the lily. Then there's a, a little gap. And then the next line is to throw a perfume on the violet. To throw a car on a plum? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's on the right track. Hmm. Well, let's write paint in the lily for now. Yeah. Okay. Because that eliminates that. So let's do this half-wrapped gold bar. Mm-hmm. And it's a refined gold bar, half-wrapped in gold leaf. Hmm. Could we go for page 1,914, please? 1,914, you can. This is much harder than I thought. <laughs> Always the way, isn't it? If we had the text in front of us, this would be a dream. Yeah, just send us the link, John. We'll do it for you. So, page 1914, we're in the tragedy of Macbeth. We're in Act 5, Scene 7. Uh, and the, uh, the highlighted section says thus. I will not yield to kiss the ground before young Malcolm's feet and to be baited with the rabble's curse. Though Burnham would become to Dunsinane and thou opposed, being of no woman born... Yet I will try the last. Before my body, I throw my warlike shield. Lead on, Macduff. And damned be he that first cries, hold, enough. The recipe starts with duff. Ah. Mm. Is it maybe duff instead of Macduff? Oh, and we have a, we have a, <laughs> a, like a, a Macintosh. Lead on, duff. Underneath the, um, underneath the car with the plum. Yes. These are all correct. And this, this, is, this is a plum pudding. Lead on, plum duff. <laughs> Delicious plum pudding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I finished my tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. As the bits are here, mm. they are. Is there custard or double the cream anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> um, can you repeat the line where it makes reference to the word duff in that scene? Sure. I throw my warlike shield. Lead on, Macduff. Mm. I throw my warlike sultanas. Mm. Zest. Macplum. Everything you need is right in front of you. So, is it so the plums are inside a rain mac. So that's the muck, the mac. And then you've got... You can safely assume that, yes, the, the, the plum thing smells of plums, like cooked plums, puddingy plums, that kind of smell. Someone hasn't gone fruit picking. They've made a thing and it's inside that uh, yellow raincoat underneath the Seat Leon. Or a rain mac. Macduff. Mm. You, might, you might say. Is it rain Macduff or something? Would you like me to describe again? Yes, please. The little setup. A 2016 Seat Leon in red. It has run over a very large item wrapped in a yellow raincoat. The item smells of plums. I really hope they're screaming at the radio. <laughs> Okay, so we have a squash. Macduff, rain Macduff at the end seems appropriate. What's the Sayer Leon? Leon, rain Macduff, Sayer. 
Seat rain, say it, say it rains, say it, say it rains. Yeah, the, mod- the model seems to be important. 2005. 2016. I said 2016, the year is irrelevant, as is the colour, but the model, say you might on. say, is critical. Say, say it, lie on. Um, Rain Macduff. Say at is also the word seat. I don't know if that's important. Many people it misspell is, it wrong. It's S-E-A-T. Oh, wait, no, no, it's spelled the same, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, is it? I've been spelling seat wrong all these Instead years. of lead on Macduff, is it lie on Macduff? What was that, Jamie? Instead of lead on Macduff, is it lie on or lay on Macduff? Lay on Macduff. Lie on Macduff. Because the plum pudding is the duff. It's in a Mac, so it's a Macduff, and there's a lay on it. <laughs> The Leon's the Macduff. So instead of lead on Macduff, I'm my brain is mushing. Uh, does it say <laughs> in the book Leon Macduff, or does it say lead on Macduff? Uh, in the book in front of you, yeah. with the error in it, it says lead on Macduff. Does it say lead on? Right. Let's try. Let's, let's try lay on, lay, lay on. Lay on. I think you're right there, Jamie. Once again, the handwriting becomes the. Perfectly purple, regal font itself, and changes the line to, I throw my warlike shield, lay on, Macduff. The always a smiley face. Jamie. (laughs) And for those who may criticise my inclusion of the car there, let me just draw your attention to a owner's poll in which the correct pronunciation of Sayat Leon was settled. I love that you came with uh, your, your working out. Before anyone anyone <laughs> says that was unfair. Yeah. I, I think we still have three yeah. to solve, so we should probably yeah, get a tough one. Um, <laughs> did, uh, so did we do 1914 yet? 1914 was That's, that last one. Yeah. Oh, that was that one. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, so I think the first one, 1964, that was the Horatio one. So we've done that, which yep. is the skeleton. Uh, we have... The protest one. Can we have the second one again? Um, one nine eight. Uh, one nine eight nine. Can we get some extra time for the lookups? <laughs> you can. <laughs> you can. I'm feeling very generous. One nine eight nine. Yeah. We should anesthetise John more often. Hamlet has just picked up the skull and he says, "Let me see." Alas, poor Yarrick. I knew him well. A fellow of infinite jest. The most excellent fancy. Oh, we did that one. Oh, hang on. No, you've done that yeah. one. So it's 1964. And it was changed to last poor Yorick. I knew him, Horatio. Oh, okay. That's correct. Oh, so that was that one. So it's ni- we have, have we done not, not, not done 1964 then? That's the methinks. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we've done two with the note. Gotcha. Have we? Okay. Nope. Correct. Oh, oh yes. So cool. Okay. Brilliant. So then we just need to do 390. Puck. Captain of our fairy band, Helena, is here at hand, and the youth mistook by me, pleading for a lover's fee. Shall we their fond pageancy? Lord, what fools these humans be. And we're pleased to know that you have everything you need to solve this directly in front of you. I've got a book in front of me and an empty tin of beer. <laughs> like I said, everything you need to solve it. What hobgoblin beer these humans be? <laughs> empty in their tinnery. Oh, not bad. Go mm. for the line again, John. Oh, Captain of our fairy band, Helena is here at hand, and the youth mistook by me, pleading for a lover's fee. Shall we their fond pageant see? Lord, what fools these humans be. The sign on the bars says humans are mortals, so change the word, what fools these Lord, mortals be. Lord, what fools these mortals be. Yes, you're right. Oh, is shit. correct. Good job, ja- Jamie, you have basically solved this whole thing the, and Ben and I have just slowed it the down. The L in Mortals is a little lightning bolt. Oh, I'm going to write it as a little. Oh, dear Lord. 
like a little Harry Potter fanboy. <laughs> just trying to fuck up history and hell at the same time. So it's just the gilded lily that we have remaining. And you have four minutes. And there should be no further extensions. <gasps> okay. So we've got a gold bar wrapped in gold leaf and a lily that's dripping with wet paint. Okay. And the line is... To guard a title that was rich before, to gild the lily, space, to throw a perfume on the violet, to smooth the ice or add another hue unto the rainbow, or with taper light to seek the beauteous eye of heaven to garnish, is wasteful and ridiculous success. So would it be to, to gild a title rather than guard a title? Because the gold is already rich. You trying it? You trying it? Give it a go? Yeah. Gild a title and paint a lily? Nope. Bollocks. No dice. Any tipex in hell? Three minutes. Uh, the ink fades away. Cool. Shit. Um, to gold a title? <laughs> so, for reference, the um, process of gilding uh, involves um, wrapping something in a very thin layer of gold. Hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel... Hmm. I feel no. paint, paint seat, the paint the lily seems okay, but I lost the other one. We've got the violet as well, haven't we? Oh, shit, yeah. Throw throw perfume on the violet. Throw perfume on the... Does that work as a metaphor? Not really, but it seems like a, a Westfall metaphor for always. Throw perfume on the gold, throw perfume on the gilt, throw perfume on the goldy foil. Mm, but, um, so... Would you put perfume on a lily? The, why would you gild a lily? That wouldn't be making it better. That would just be an odd thing to do. Whereas to throw perfume upon a flower that already has perfume. So you put throw perfume on the lily... And then to gilt the gold bar. <laughs> gild the violet. Throw perfume on the lily and gild the violet. So perfume on the lily sounds like it would work. But then to gilt the... Well, we've got a gold bar, I suppose, but it's mm-hmm. to gilt the gold bar. You have a bar of refined gold. That doesn't sound very Shakespearean. To gild the gold bar. No. See, now I have to decide... How close I want you to get to give this to you. <laughs> Go on, John, give us a clue. We're clearly... I've said that you have a bar of refined gold half-wrapped in golden leaf and a lily flower with white paint dripping from it. Ben, you had a thought? Have we used the um, the, the protesting uh, uh, picture yet? Only because on there it says Lady Gaga and Lady is a title? Interesting. Uh, you have. Have we? Miss, me thinks the ladies ask Gaga too much. That was the. Uh, the That's answer, what it was, it? yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> you, you haven't solved that one, have you? <laughs> oh, bollocks. You have two to go. Okay. Ben, this, whole... is, this is you saying we've only got 10 minutes to go again. You have a whole 37 seconds to do Fuck. it, too, which is great. Didn't, didn't, uh, didn't uh, John say at the top of the show that uh, to escape was not to escape? <laughs> no. <laughs> can we can we get another clue, John, in our final seconds? Um, you were you had done half of it with to paint the lily. To paint the lily is correct. To paint the lily. Oh, Jamie very nearly said the right answer. Before. Oh fuck! And gilt the violet. No, I tried that, didn't we? Did we? We tried that. Throw perfume on. Throw and that's time. Ah, Ah, so close. Hey, give us your, give us your oblique logic, John. Well, first, the ground rumbles. The spotlight once again appears over your heads, and says, "I fucking knew it. Useless monkeys. 
And with a bolt of lightning, you find hair growing upon your entire body. Mike, it's like you're going back in time. <laughs> so warm. <laughs> and coming into winter. Uh, you as find well. yourself dropping to all fours. You find a typewriter shoved in front of your simian hands. And you find yourself, along with all the other infinite monkeys, infinitely typing away on infinite typewriters, desperately trying to finish the complete works of Shakespeare. You have not solved my puzzle. Oh. Wow. Mike, okay. Mike, the, the trombone. <laughs> oh, do it, do it. Oh, my soul. Okay, so you were painfully close. Um, the line is to gild refined gold to paint the lily. So, Thumbs. Jamie, you were so close. And I, I thought you'd get it. I very carefully always said it is a bar of refined gold half wrapped in gold leaf. Um, you got paint in the lily, but you, you, having applied logic to, to get paint the lily, an observation, you then just completely fell apart on the gold bar. It was very strange. So what's the bit before that? So to... To guard a title that was rich before, to gild refined gold, to paint the lily, to throw perfume on the violet, to smooth the And, and the line that we had was... To gild the lily which is the popular misquote. So all of these are common Shakespearean misquotes that people routinely fuck up or misremember. The other one that thinks the lady does protest too much is really simple. The lady does protest too much, methinks. And the clue was in... So when I, when I described where these things are in the room, I put Horatio on the other side of the picture. So if you look at the picture, the picture is on the left, Horatio is on the right, and Horatio is methinks. Ah, yes. The lady does protest too much. I miss Thanks. that. So in the picture, where is Horatio? You guys never... So I, I did describe it, but you guys never came back and looked at the order again. I wondered if that was the hard one, actually, if that was too too hard. It's the position of the items. Horatio was useful for three things. Um, oh. It was useful for um, uh, Horatio as well, which you got quickly, which is the easy one. Um, he was useful for um, the humans and mortals, and he was useful for his position relative to the picture. Yeah, position. Yeah, that was a, that was a toughie, that one. Yeah, maybe I was being harsh. <laughs> I was I was worried that because these are all sort of well known misquotes, um, or relative relatively well known, I was worried that you guys would just know them. Ah, I see. Like I thought, Christ, Jamie's going to know all of you... this. He's going to go. Oh yeah, before I was an Egyptologist, I was a Shakespeareologist, <laughs> and. Uh, I think a fine it's to gild refined gold and to paint the lily, John. Uh, you have mistaken me for a learned man, John. That is uh, a fatal flaw. <laughs> I wonder if perhaps that was an unfair room. But I, I thought the clues, I thought the clues were solid, but clearly not solid enough. I wonder if I'd given you the actual, if I'd just been really specific with this is the line that is wrong, not like that. That, that would have been that would have been really really helpful because mm, I think just the the guilting and the guilt. I didn't. Or, I was try- I was trying to work out where we were needing to make a change. Yeah, yeah. Even having uh, it like written down because I I just found it really difficult to like remember. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can write it down when I say it. it you is say allowed. it quite quickly, and I can't write that fast. Not legibly <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I think when we, we got see at Leon, say at Leon. Yeah, we, we got Leon. we got three and a half out of five. So. Ben, meanwhile, going, I think you'll find we've not solved one of the clues. And also, didn't you say we only had six minutes at the beginning? <laughs> ben! I'm sorry, this watch I... is broken there. I fixed it. <laughs> too honest. 
I was sure somebody told me that we we'd done one of them, and I was I, I didn't. Yeah, there had. was a there was a misstep. You guys you guys attempted Lady of Protest too much, methinks, um, and then abandoned it. Uh, and it was weird because you abandoned it when you were circling the answer, like you'd already settled on okay. The picture means the late late lady protest lady protesting you like might even said in a really hinted way at one point almost like it's a protest and i thought okay he's got it he's got lady protest um all they've got to do is go back to horatio is methinks and or horatio methinks and 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 they'll figure that out because all the words are there methinks the lady doesn't protest too much um and then you abandoned it and just went on to something else it was very it's very strange you were you were really quite close and just left hubris that's what yeah. it was. It was a brain matter. My, <laughs> my think... brain could only absorb so much at a time. Yeah, you didn't know how close you were. We didn't. Which is, it's always hard, isn't it, when 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 a team is close to the answer. Like, do you, do you let them know that they're close? Yeah. We were edging ourselves without even knowing. <laughs> I think sometimes, though, if you know that you're close, you instantly start going, oh, so, right. Well, do that, and then suddenly you're much further away. Yeah, you double down on the wrong yes, path. Yes, you, 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 you double down the wrong path, and you get worse. I try and think of broccoli when I'm too close. Works every time. <laughs> I like broccoli as well. It's just And thank you for listening to The Infinite Escape Room. <laughs> yeah, what, what if that has the reverse effect, and then you start like getting really into broccoli? Like, mm-hmm. Do you know what? That was a funny thing that started happening, actually, was I'd look at broccoli and think, oh, I'm ready. Think of that one. I'm quite close. Yeah. <laughs> get a little twig. Full mast. I do hope that because there's one moment where you guys are going, say it, Leon Macduff. I'm really hoping someone out there is going, Leon Macduff, you fucking idiots. <laughs> I, was, I was considering changing it to drive on because it was a car. And I was like, that doesn't sound right. That's, that's like a modern Shakespeare retold sort of thing. Drive on, Macduff. Yes. <laughs> where they, they, on the other side of the page, they do the simplified version. <laughs> Which occasionally has to sort of pick a side when the scholars differ on what the metaphor is. There's a famous one in Macbeth where he talks about the bank and the bank and shoal of time, and the sort of kiddie one reads, "Oh, Macbeth imagines himself standing on a beach and looking at the sea." But it's no, the the bank and bank and shoal of time is, um, it's about being at school. Uh, It's about having a desk. And he's imagining that he's been school, so that the the kiddie one is completely wrong. Wow. Yeah, Shakespearean turf was. Yes, very much so. Very much so. When uh, when when Jamie got uh, Leon Macduff, um, I was wondering what Leon meant, as in L A O N. I was like, I it, I don't think that's just a word that I know, and it's only so now that it's I've two read words. It, it's L A Y Lay space O N on, and it means come at me. Yes. Yeah. No. I. 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 But. But when it was. Leon, as in a say it, Leon. I was like, what does that mean? It, it, this <laughs> sentence makes no sense. <laughs> Correct. It doesn't. So if that hadn't worked, Jamie hadn't got it there, my next hint would have been, don't read it, say it. Mm. Say it. Say it. Oh, that's so good. So good. How did I miss that? Don't read it. Say it. Yeah, I think I think the fundamental problem here was definitely that we were one brain, which was Jamie's between two people. One one brain and three mouths. One of which mine was definitely just like hmm. Spanners. Well, Jamie definitely went on the on the right path. In that he he got um I knew him Horatio, which is the really obvious one that everyone knows. Everyone knows that there's a misquote there. And, 
And that's poor Yorick. I knew him well. I, I um, didn't know Ben. I've got, I, no, you know, I've got no idea. <laughs> I, I, really? I thought that was super common. And I knew, only, again, only because of 90s Disney Channel sitcoms. Teen Angel was an amazing show, by the way. Is this the moment where I realised that I somehow know way more about Shakespeare than most people? You, the drama school trained actor and professional actor, know more about Shakespeare than... Yeah, but I've not done that much. There, there was a large part the book. of that where I was thinking... <laughs> I've done several of these. <laughs> We've got about five copies. We've got two of these. this version. Wow. I don't understand how people don't know more about Shakespeare. Now, excuse me while I fight out of the ways these copies of Shakespeare that I have laying all over the place. There's a large uh, portion of it where I thought, is Hamlet and Piglet related? <laughs> oh, I really wish you'd said that. <laughs> Just cut it back in. I really wish you'd said that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. I hope I didn't bore you to death and maybe you learned a few things, unlike Mike and Ben. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we thoroughly enjoyed making it. And if you would like to hear more of this sort of thing, maybe we invite you to peruse our back catalogue. Well over 200 episodes now. In fact, we're probably closer to 300 now than 200. Uh, though, to be honest, if you started about episode 40, that's when we really hit our stride. Find us on the internet at www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com or on social media in all the usual places at at tier underscore podcast. We love you lots. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.